because again it was like um for me 254 and i was like oh i'm just kind of laying on the bed oh my animals are cute oh fuck what (laughs) (laughs) it's like wait a minute Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. I don't know why I said it that way. It was a different one. I was changing it up. Hi. Changing it up. Changing it up. How are you doing today, Leslie? I'm doing all right, thanks. How are you? I'm also doing all right. I'm just kind of chill today. Good. It's a lazy Sunday. That's good. Are you having a chill day? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Did some some laundry and some errands and then just kind of been chilling out ever since. <laughs> Went to Ross to try to bring back your I did friend. not, actually. I knew <laughs> from you, yesterday. Oh, you knew they were going to be closed from yesterday? Yeah, because I chatted oh, okay. with the girl who checked me out. Because this lady... The girl who women, checked me the out. <laughs> Wait, this what happened? Came up, this woman came up. And she was like, oh, are y'all open tomorrow? Like, these people are swamped. Like, they there's a line, like, as long as who, the line goes. Who needs to go to Ross on Sunday, Easter Sunday? No I one. know. Nobody needs and that. And so, like, everybody's in there on Saturday. And this woman was like, hey, are y'all open tomorrow? And the lady who was checking me out was like, no, actually, we're closed. And she was like, oh, that's too bad. And I looked at her after the woman walked away. I was like, Mm-mm. I'm glad you get a day off tomorrow. Please enjoy no. it. And so she was telling me, she's like, she comes in here a lot, and she's always a problem. And I was like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so she's sorry. that lady. Oh, We're the no. worst. Sorry. Who's we? White women? White women. <laughs> yeah. You're Lebanese, so you're not completely white, like in the Facts. obnoxious way. You're not like Carrie, North Carolina <laughs> white. I, that's, I mean, I aspire to not be that. So Yeah. You've got too much garlic in your veins for that. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah so i knew they were closed today so i was not i'll go tomorrow take just, my backless frame back. backless frame i don't know what they were thinking i love the back? idea wait i think it's because you're just gonna like make like a secret like a secret art painting thing like it's <laughs> no, gonna fall out works. no i was thinking how you know how like they have like those you know like in this <laughs> i just realized how wrong this is i'm so stupid you know <laughs> how in like those old movies there'd be like a painting and like the eyes are like actually someone's eyes you know? <laughs> yeah so i was like you could do that but i'm just gonna stand behind it i know cut i realized the, you need cut a hole in my diploma stand yeah, behind he- it and watch people <laughs> <laughs> but like your your body will be there because it doesn't work unless there's a hole in the wall. Oh, it's not that there's not a back to the. I mean, those probably have a not back to the frame or something, or in that spot at least for the eyes. <laughs> and like, how are you? Yeah, your diploma. <laughs> I'll cut a hole in the A in masters and the hole in the. A in liberal arts. Nope, that's oh a capital. God, that's, that's not gonna work. Oh, that's too. How far? Apart Apply. Are your eyes? Nope. There's no other A. There's I can't. No other there's a. one Why hole. Why does it have to be an A? You can just wink. Because there's, there's a natural circle there. You won't know how close people are because your depth perception will be off. You can just <laughs> wink. 
and just watch them. Yeah, just wink at people. Oh my it god. It won't be creepy if I'm just winking, right? Yeah. What a dumbs. Oh man. <laughs> but that's what I was thinking. At first I was thinking, oh, you can just like put it on the like the wall without having like a back for some reason like everything's just glued up to the wall and then i was like why <laughs> in what world would that make sense i'm like well a world world where you're going to be looking through it um and you don't want things to be unglued from the wall um <laughs> i have no idea this is what kind of show it's gonna be i guess <laughs> it's on buckle up y'all it's on like brand for the episode because it's just yeah. like ridiculous let's just go ahead and go into it We're now pulling out all the stops for the last episode of the i season. also haven't talked to like a human being today i realize because <laughs> apart from oh man same mm, yeah i've only like texted and yep. gotten pages and i told the lady at the grocery store, like, thank you and all that. But, like, there wasn't yeah. chatting. Um, so this oh, is Oh, I did it. touch my grandma. You did. You, yeah, that, because you that. were supposed to. Good segue into it being a holiday. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. Because <laughs> you, you keep forgetting it's Easter. Um, yeah. But Jesus didn't forget about us. <laughs> he did not. He never forgets about us. He came back. He didn't forget about us. Um, uh, that's just so funny for a little heathen to say. Um, but <laughs> you can't take me anywhere. Um, but um, yeah, it's Easter. That's about... Um, that's it. That's the holiday of today because all the other holidays are like what? Like chocolate covered cashews day. That's the other day. Um, no. Can't celebrate that. Can't. Don't have those. I thought you said canceled. <laughs> no, I can't celebrate it. I don't. Canceled. Um, they are my favorite nut, I believe. But they're a good nut. They're a good nut. Those and pistachios are good for the ones Ooh, that I are like, like pistachios. that are like the fancy nuts that you don't have all the time. You know, yep. like you can get an almond. You can get a pecan. A pecan. You can get a pecan. You can get a peanut. Is what I meant to say pretty easily. But like cashews and almonds. Oh, almonds. Uh, cashews and pistachios are fancy nuts. <sighs> so <laughs> I don't fancy know. Fancy nuts. They are in Brazil nuts. Um. So, it's Easter, and I was asking, and that's why you called the ladies of your life yes. that you're related to, because mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do, is, Beautiful like, ladies. be around family. I was trying to ask you, as someone who's, like, um, I'm a little, I just realized, I was, like, a little scared, like, our, I'm sure, I think a lot of our newer followers and our old followers are, like, super, like, Christian, like, Southern, probably conservative uh, we've probably pissed him off many times and so i got a little nervous just now being like i'm not christian um but it, it's true i'm not um but it's um it's true i just got a little nervous that like people are gonna like yell at us on twitter i don't know what's gonna happen i have no idea yell at us on itunes even worse than they already have because we ramble too much um but <laughs> that's i was asking you as like a lovely good christian i was like i don't get well, I was I didn't say it the right way. I was like, I don't get why today is such a big holiday. And you're like, well, Aaron, duh. It's like, oh, hello, <laughs> like Jesus and everything. <laughs> and I was like, oops, no, sorry, rewind. I meant, why is it big with like people who like are not religious and like not not even like Christian? I mean, also it was Passover this weekend on Friday. Um, so that's another like a another big family holiday. There are a lot of big family Jewish holidays though. Um, but um, yeah, Easter is the other big holiday that has that is also secular. Like people are like Happy Easter mm-hmm. to me, and I'm like, huh? 
<laughs> that like no I'm not like you're Christian. like no thank you well no it's fine I'm not like offended <laughs> and and you and I were talking about there's there's connection with Ishtar and then I said there's connection to the pagan mm-hmm. um uh not is it solstice um the uh when like when equinox it's like, Equinox, right? thank you. you. I'm yeah. like, that's the word I'm looking for. I'm like, where it's, I was going to say when it's equal, equinox. Um, <laughs> spring equinox is Ostara. Like, we're trying to figure out all these things. But really gets, to, it's like, it's the bunnies and the chocolate, isn't it? And people get it's, really excited about the, the special draw. candy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people are as excited about, like, Christmas and, like, Halloween and that kind of stuff. Halloween is not necessarily yeah. a big family holiday, but... Yeah, like Easter. But yeah, like kids get presents and stuff too, kind of like at Christmas. Like yeah, Easter baskets like are Easter really baskets fun. Oh, I remember when little Princess Lala was Easter bunny. That was the cutest thing ever. Still yeah, my favorite picture. Forever. I know. Yeah, see, She's the best Easter bunny. Like friend of the show, Nug was dressed as a bunny watching an Easter parade, and I called him yes. Bunug, and it's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. It's the best thing. Ever. It's the best thing I've ever seen. In my life. It's like I can now just die happy. That's it. Limit. That's it reached it. Peaked. Never th- thought I'd see Batman in a in <laughs> bunny ears. It's really epic. Um, very adorable. Um, but um, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like people are like bunnying it up. Uh, my mom sent me a little box of actually earlier in the week she sent me a box of like Easter goodies, um, which I was surprised by. Aww. But I remember I was like, oh yeah, she's always loved like Easter baskets, particularly with me. Bless my brother, um, he eats candy a little quicker than I do, like a normal human. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll eat like a bag of chips in an hour, but I save candy pretty easily usually unless they're sweet tart mm-hmm. groups then it may be the whole thing and then they're we gone. don't know it's like gone like i try so hard every time you've given me a big bag and it just it's like whoops it's they're gone it's been three days um which is <laughs> very like quick for me um yeah so i asked you if you had a favorite okay like a favorite easter movie or activity or oh you know what eggs hmm. You like eggs. to dye eggs because <laughs> eggs, <laughs> eggs, <laughs> because um, uh, we've done that before. We dyed eggs when we lived in the Taurus of Couches. We did. That was fun. fun. I yeah. It. See, why were we dying eggs? We're so strange. I guess we just wanted to do a fun little Easter activity together. Yeah, I did make eggs today. I did not dye them. Oh, did you? You know, I should devil some eggs. Is what should happen. But I made that. Ooh. Devil that's eggs. yeah i know that's like the thing i got so many eggs because um <laughs> uh, uh a what is it a dozen and a half of like nice to the chickens eggs well as nice as they can be i know i was a vegan so i i'm aware um but um we're only four dollars versus like seven or something they normally nice. are out here so i was like i'm getting these and i already still had like a dozen almost of eggs. <laughs> so like somebody i eat a lot of eggs that's the most protein as a fallen vegan who doesn't eat much meat is what I eat a lot of um yeah so yeah eggs people like to dye them and paint them um this time of year but you don't have any particular easter chocolate or candy that you like Mm. like I don't think you like peeps I like those the little eggs we were talking about but like they the ones that are crunchy on the inside not the whopper eggs not, not the whopper those. eggs but the wait but the ones know, the the cadbury like, they look like actual robin eggs Yes, kind and then of. but when you like bite into them, they're crunchy on the inside. Wait, hold on. I don't. They're know not just solid the chocolate. Is. They don't. They're no. not just solid chocolate. They're, I like those too, but I like the ones. Well, they're that are probably crunchy like on the inside. They're pr- like crunch. Like they're like have crispy crunches. 
Yeah, like it's like a Whopper, but it doesn't like I don't really enjoy Whoppers. Like it doesn't taste like that. Yeah, I but know it's what the you're consistency talking about. of a Whopper. Oh, but on the inside, I think those are probably just like crunch eggs or something. Okay. I gotta look this yeah, up. I don't know what they're oh called. my gosh, you know what I don't have is I don't have my notes up to like t- write all this gold down <laughs> <laughs> that we're talking about. I'm gonna look up these like crunch eggs that you're crunch referring eggs. to because maybe that's um. Yeah, I like those. I because I'm remembering the Whopper ones. Oh, I think I know. Wait, they're they're candy on the outside though, or not? I I don't. I actually have not had them remember. in a really long time, so I don't. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. I just remember liking them when I was little. Well, that's um uh, similar to. I wonder if we've talked about this before because we've had like what three years of talking about Easter mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm sure we have, and we're being uh redundant. But who cares? Um. Uh, I love the Cadbury mini eggs, not the tiny version of the cream eggs. Get those right. out of here. Don't come at me. The only ones I can slightly Don't eat of the Cadbury eggs those. are like car- caramel ones, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. or, if, or if they had like an orange one, like maybe I could do that. But like, don't cream eggs. I will throw it in your face. Not it'll a fan. Ex- it'll hurt and explode. It'll be great. No, I, those are they're so strange. I don't get them at all. Although I think if you, I think I might have had them cooked in something before, and I was like, okay, this is a little less. Too, it's just too sweet. It's not that it, it tastes very gross. Sweet. It's just like, and they're geez. like big. Yeah, so like the like a half size of do. one of those would be plenty sweet. Yeah, have you ever had the tiny ones? They're like mini Cadbury cream eggs. I don't know. There's they're small. They're like the size of. Wow, there are no other. <laughs> it's like a they're really like the size of mini Cadbury. Yeah, I know. It's like there's there maybe maybe grape maybe grapes like a big grape size ah. <laughs> when you have those like big green grapes. That's or white grapes, I guess, if you will. Um, that's kind of what size they are. Um, uh, maybe maybe like a bigger version of those, like a California grape, which are about the size of my thumb. I learned when I moved out here. <laughs> they're very big. <laughs> Um um uh but my favorites are the the ca- the Cadbury mini eggs that are the ones with just their solid chocolate and they have candy on the outside and they sell them year round in Canada. Nice. I learned Canada. I think the first time or the second time I went there um I don't remember what, it must have been the first time because I was near pharmacy um at, with the first hostel that I stayed at and um i went there to get like presents for people because i was like people are just getting candy they're just getting canadian candy i'm just gonna do it and then um oh my gosh did my phone even work that time i don't remember but i I remember they got some like british stuff too but then they had the these eggs and it was like july and it said on the package like available year round so i got one and then i got one to go uh because i was so excited because they're available year round (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> i know kind of dumb but what can i say um not dumb do you thank you buddy do you have a sugar baker moment from this week uh kind of mm-hmm. um it's not exciting but uh i usually try to like clean like i'm moving once a year so oh. that i don't oh get not quite that drastic but like yeah. you know if i were moving what i carried this with me um oh wow well i'm in that mode and, too gotcha yeah and so i've been i mean i've kind of been doing it for a few weeks but i did a lot of it this week this past week um, you do how so often once a year you said try to once a year it's it's kind of ongoing um 
since I now have like a very small apartment, it's kind of ongoing now because it used to be like once a year. Mm. Um, so now it's just kind of like periodically I'll go through and be like, all right, what of this have I not used in, you know, a year or doesn't like have some sort of sentimental significance to me. And then I cleaned it out and clean it out. So I went to Goodwill yesterday and got rid of some stuff. And then I also earlier in the week kind of got my financial outlook for the rest of the year together. Um, Man, you must yeah, be feeling so just good. Like, just like adult and like produ- got your yeah, life very cleaned out. All the all the adulting. I moved some furniture around in my apartment. So yeah, you did. It's, just, it's been productive. Man, yeah, I love that. Um, you could just move once a year like me it does the same thing it's yeah it's very emotional and disruptive (laughs) yeah i'm sure i the thought of moving stresses me out and then i kind of realized within the last couple weeks too that i i am not gonna move for a while like i keep thinking oh i'm gonna move soon oh you know i won't renew my lease again i'll move i'll move and then yeah like in conjunction with like the cleaning and the looking at like my financial outlook and like Mm -hmm. my plans for the next like couple few years and i'm like yeah i'm not I'm not moving anytime soon, so I gotta like settle into this. And I kind of have, like, I have too much stuff to be in the smallest space. But uh-huh. the stuff that I have, I don't want to get rid of. Like the stuff that I keep, I keep it for a reason. So, well, just you kind went of from like, a house to a I one did. bedroom apartment. <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it was an adjustment. So just trying to like make everything fit as much as possible for like the foreseeable future. Yeah, some of that. And a house a you'd lived in for what, like five years? Four or five years, yeah. Four or five years, yeah. A, ho- a full full house lived in for five years, and then going down to apartment. That's not. I mean, even when I was living in bedrooms in your house, I still had to like downsize in order to like live somewhere else. So, like, it yeah. was fine. It's just that's how it is. People just you just accumulate stuff. You just have stuff. Yeah, People give so. you things. You mm-hmm. ha- you buy things. Whatever. So yeah, just trying to have progressively less stuff. Or less stuff that doesn't mean anything to me or that like. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, it's just taking up space and. Yep. Yeah. So I did that and I have a couple of shout outs. Um, Oh, please. The first one is Daisy Jones and the Six by, what is her name? Taylor Jenkins Reid. But specifically the audiobook Mm -hmm. because Daisy Jones is narrated by Jennifer Beals and I now need Jennifer Beals to narrate literally every audiobook that I listen to from now until the end of time. I can imagine she has a great voice. It was so great. She's so amazing. Um, the whole cast did a great job, but mm-hmm. I particularly gushed over Jay Beals. And um, second, it's about week in a row to talk about Beals. I'm pretty yes. impressed by this. She's <laughs> I know, the new right? Aziz. <laughs> She's the new Aziz. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, L Word is coming back soon, so we can. Oh talk about wait, it more often. is it actually? Yeah, they're rebooting it. Wow. Like it's a thing. I don't know if it's if they're shooting yet, but like it's, it's got to be all brand new characters or something, right? Like I think what? what from what I'm hearing, they're just gonna pretend like the last episode didn't happen. Oh right. I don't know I for do sure, but I'm hearing rumors that they're like, yeah, we're just gonna. So like Jenny's gonna be back, and <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we'll see. Um, I was like such a lesbian after the first <laughs> season of Elwer. Like I was like it's, in it. I was like. I binged Just that show. Lesbo. So I have but hard. I but I haven't seen like but when I kinda got out of that well that's this is the fun of being, being like a bisexual or polysexual, whatever you want to put me as, um, is that like when you're like with a woman, people just think you're like straight up a lesbian. Yeah. When you're not, when you're with a dude, they they're like, oh, you're straight. You're, it, was, it was a phase or whatever. So I when yeah. I had my first like girlfriend, the L word had like 
come out like one season was out on like dvd and i was like this is my life and how <laughs> it is like california like hollywood to be <laughs> precise and so mm-hmm. much sex and so much drama and none of it was my life <laughs> 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 but there was like but i hadn't seen anything like it so where no, it was just a, yeah, well, what was a full lesbian like it's you know all mm-hmm. the plots were around it versus like yeah there's like one and it was mainstream and it was mainstream it was, and it was like yeah um i don't think i could handle the melodrama anymore though i'm sure you love it oh i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it that's where yeah. i love my melodramas and my shows and my movies and my books keep it there keep it out of my wow. life wow um, i'm sorry interrupted though you were doing no, your shout out no no that's okay so the the book is about kind of like a fleetwood mac ish band oh um, oh that's where the six is and yeah i want to know yeah, what the six so, was yeah so the band is the six and then daisy jones is just kind of like this ethereal mm. presence that like rolls in and becomes oh part God. of the band or whatever and it's told in interview style oh. so it's like constantly switching point of views and it's um constantly switching characters and so i think um i saw it a lot on instagram it was a very buzzy book and like mm. people were talking about reading the print and how they some some of them at least wish they had like listened to the audiobook because it shifts so often and because they're very short kind most of them are very short and it just jumps around from like you know the drummer and like the vocalist and the you know and then people that they knew and managers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think in audio, like it was that was definitely the way to do it. It was great. Because they so do have, did they do voices and stuff? Yeah, they had. So there was a different narrator per character. Hmm. And so when it would switch perspectives, like it would physically change voices, and that helped me keep up with all the people because there's a lot of people. Um, there's a lot of characters, and that helped me keep up with all the characters more than I think it would have in print. Wow, I see. Yeah. I that's why I like about audiobooks too is when you can kind of yeah, yeah, helps you kind of keep everything straight. And the other one, which also an audiobook, I haven't been reading as much print lately, but I've been tearing through some audiobooks. Mm. Is uh, on the come up by Angie Thomas, and mm. she wrote the Hate You Give. Oh yeah, um, yeah, she wrote that, and this is her second book. And this is about a 16-year-old who, like, um, lives in the hood and wants to be a rapper, but still, like, her mom makes sure that she's, like, goes to a different school and that she's, like, concentrating on grades and wants her to go to college. And she's, like, studying for the ACT and all this other stuff, but she really wants to be a rapper and she really wants to make it as a rapper. And she's, Hmm. like, this really cool poet and um, so she's got, like, all of her friends and then her dad was gunned down by gang members um so like after that it kind of drove her mom into drugs and so she had this really tumultuous childhood but like her mom is clean now and they're trying to to kind of stay just just above poverty and like trying Mm. to keep the lights on and all this other stuff and her mom's trying to get her to go to college and you know that's fine and well but she really wants to be a rapper and she's like a really gifted poet Mm-hmm. And so it's about her, like, her struggles and um, her adventures, like, trying to get into the rap game and, like, get in the ring and battle people. And it was really good. I liked it. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So those are my shout outs. Did you have a Sugar Baker moment this week? Um, Speaking of um, religious things, because uh, I am a, cha- a hospital chaplain, I we had a Good Friday service uh, this week. And mm-hmm. uh, we weren't expecting it to be like that busy. It's the only other. Oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I know. Sorry. Um, it was the only other like official during the week 
uh, service that we offer at my job. Apart from, we also had an Ash Wednesday. Uh, two of the reasons being that um, we have a very big Christian population, but specifically Catholic. It's like, I don't know, like 80% of our population that is religious, I should say, because there are plenty of that aren't, um, are Catholic. So we uh, definitely have some options while people are in the hospital. Uh, and the staff, actually, is the biggest thing that we have a lot of staff that are catholic um mm-hmm. although it's of course good friday is also a, a general christian holiday it could be protestant too um mm-hmm. uh but so we had a and it's you know i'm i'm respectful of other people's beliefs i don't think it's uh, appropriate for me to do some things if they're not at all in my theology but as um, a department member you know i I'm involved so I was like the greeter when people came up and um helped kind of show people to seats and stuff but then I also we all had a part of the service and I didn't feel like reading any of the scripture or anything like that um and what I did instead was I was the bell ringer um what we do is it's more of a, a catholic version of good friday I had never been to a service like this myself where they say the last seven they call them his last seven words of jesus mm-hmm. but it isn't really um like words it's like kind of sc- phrases in scripture have you ever seen this yourself no. yeah it's something that i i was not aware of and actually i think a lot of the the non-catholic like chaplains were like huh because we only have one catholic chaplain and a priest this year um and uh so uh that's what we did is uh but i loved it because they gave me um a tibetan singing bowl to Mm -hmm. to be the kind of gong (laughs) that i did if you will and Mm -hmm. so uh what would happen is i walked out onto stage with the first person because every each word was or afraid uh, i guess part of scripture was read by a different person i walked out the first person and just stood beside the podium and then when they would finish um reading the sentences i would just hit the singing bowl um Mm -hmm. and maybe i'll i'll find a youtube video for singing bowls in case people have never seen them um but um and then we let reverberate and then it was so fun because it was like i just said i wanted to do this role like as soon as they were asking about who we wanted to do what and i just loved the idea that i would just be like this kind of voiceless entity (laughs) Mm-hmm. the stage is why i loved about it like i really wished i had like just a black cloak on or something like that just like oh who is she mysterious um but um that was to me um uh, a very meaningful part the role that i could play in the um service without being like disrespectful of other people's beliefs or anything like that i was just kind of like i I created the space for people to meditate on what was had just been said. So that was, cool. it was cool. I, I enjoyed that. And I didn't look at people and I didn't like do anything, but just like hit a bell. So I thought that was, uh, and also the lights were kind of like low. Like it's a very like kind of maudlin kind of, uh, I mean, we're at the end of Lent or we're, you know, we're building up to the crescendo of like Easter and everything. Mm-hmm. So it was a very, um, kind of deep pensive day. So I kept that, um, where the, I was, I was asking before if there's anything like new that I've been like watching or reading or listening to lately. And I really thought so, but I guess not. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess not. So I will just um have it be that. That's my moment. Um cool. 
did you want me to uh, tell everyone what we watched this week? Yeah, what did we watch this week? Oh my gosh, we watched the season finale, for one. Season finale! Of, of season, season five, five, which this is the last time we see everyone, the original four together, I believe, right? Doesn't yeah, I, I think so. I don't know if there are any episodes where they're all in season six, but I know season yeah. six is where we Delta start leaves. leaving people first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Delta leaves first. Um, yeah, and I th- I have seemed to believe that she leaves in between the seasons, so um, yeah. That's unfortunate. But uh, so we watched the season finale of of, uh, season five. It was episode 24 titled Pride of the Sugar Bakers, which I didn't at first. I thought it was going to be something like cute. I didn't realize like Pride of the Yankees. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did not make that connection at all. Um, And it first aired May 13th, 1991. Um, and I did not read before I put it in here, the, um, uh, TV guide, probably full of spoilers, but there isn't really anything to spoil in this episode. Julia takes charge as coach of a little league baseball team whose player, player, players, players, <laughs> whose play players player. include Randa and Quint. I didn't realize that Quint's name was just Quint. I thought it was just, his name's like Quentin. That's it what is, I thought too. But that she says it like Quint, like like she just. I, yeah, I just thought it was like a nickname. Yeah, maybe it is, and and TV guide isn't realizing that his full name is Quentin. Um, who maybe. knows? Uh, like Randa feels like it's also a nickname, probably for like I always Miranda. Thought it was Miranda, yeah. Yeah, God, so strange. Um, oh, and I forgot that Randa is played by Lexi Randall. I hate that. And, and <laughs> <laughs> it's like too close. Uh, Randa Randall. Um, and uh, Quint is played by Brian Lando. And as far as I could remember, it is the same actor for Quint. So that was pretty cool. It seems, yeah. Um, and then Buford is played by Dennis Berkeley, And I feel like that's the umpire. And I yes, think he was the one who was also causing a ruckus with the laundromat. In fact, oh. earlier in the season, I might be wrong yes. about that, but he, I know it's it that looks, character actor, yeah, who's definitely been in here before. And I was like, in mm-hmm. one way, and I was like, oh, maybe he was the one that was in the laundromat, which is like crazy because it was the season. I know they've done that before, where they have the same actors play different do different. Roles. They did that in Golden Girls too, but like usually it's a little bit farther apart. But whatever, <laughs> it's, they, I really think that they think um, people audiences were just stupid. Just like in did this not time period, just, yeah. the fact that that like that Anthony's explaining who T. Tommy Reed is again, I'm like, yeah, like we have he heard explains this. that like once a season, yeah. In case you forgot, I, I don't know. It was weird. It's definitely especially weird in this time period where we get shows like all at once on a streaming service. Yeah, to think that people yep. were like from week to week. From year to like year, forgetting watching things, forgetting like things, plot points, like major plot points. <sighs> I think, <laughs> I think, really, they just never had any, um, any faith in the audience being smart. Nope, <laughs> nope. That's what it was. Oh, how awkward. Um, Leslie, do you want to talk about this episode? I do. So I would like to lead with. I think this episode should have been called "Bad News Sugar Bakers" instead oh, of "Pride of the Sugar Bakers" because that is so much better. It's like little these kids. team of misfits. Yeah. Like, yeah, like. That's no like Gary Cooper playing Lou Gehrig or no. something. Like these these are a misfit band of people trying to figure baseball out. Oh I mean, when you have like Julia and Mary Jo as your like coaches, yeah. Yeah. We're in trouble. Yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna try to do this 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sunny is in my lap and she's oh, between me and the laptops. The laptops That's like the best place to be. It's yeah, she needs to be here. Um She really has gotten more snuggly, huh? She really has. Like Aww. if I am here and sitting, like she has to be on top of me. Oh, so. babe. And she talks a lot more. Like Aww. she she fusses a whole lot more. Oh my god, like, my she favorite. Just walks around fussing. Oh my god, I love it. It's <laughs> hilarious. Um, so I'll try to to read this from so far away, but we started Sugar <laughs> I'm Bakers. So far away cuz there's a cat. She's a big cat. Oh my god. Um, so we started Sugar Bakers as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, Suzanne comes in and she's just all huffy and she's like, well, that's the last time I go to that place. It's full mm-hmm. of uh, like bad ladies and poor people and it's just oh downright God. depressing. It just makes my skin crawl. Yeah. And Charlene's like, where did you go? And Suzanne says, the public library. I mean, she's not wrong, but she's I laughed wrong. really I cracked, hard. I cracked up at that. Um, yeah. And so she picks up this book for Mary Jo on, like, baseball and the rules and all of that. Um, and Mary Jo's like, you mean you did all that? Like, that's the only book that you checked out? And Susan's like, checked out? Mm-mm. Did you think I was going to stand in line with a bunch of squalling brats and misfits and people like that? I just stuck it under my coat and left $5 on the counter. Oh, my God. That's not how libraries work. <laughs> nope. Um, but Mary Jo explains that she is coaching a little league team. Um, I myself personally have a long history with little league. And so I got, you do. Yeah. My dad is the president. That's what I did when I was little. I worked concessions and ticket sales and, Oh, I forgot about this. That's right. Yeah. That was my entire childhood. (laughs) Um, but I never played. I just like worked at the games. Mm -hmm. Um, but Quint and Randa are on the team and sugar bank. (laughs) Sugar Bakers. Who's? I tried to say, I tried to say Sugar Bakers and sponsoring at the same time oh, instead of bad. as separate words, and that yeah. did not work out. Yeah, um, Sugar Bakers is sponsoring a team, um, and at least like the way Little League works in Danville, like you don't have to coach, um, like you just pay money. And but I guess they wanted to be involved also, since like I guess Randa's just Julia's child now. Um, this child is still here, everyone. She just Julia's adopted here. her. It's just her. No child. one said anything about that. I bet so you since... she's going to just magically not be there next season. She'll just disappear. Yeah. Maybe that was I it. They so. needed some kind of weird buffer because things Maybe. were really struggling. But yeah, yeah, know. weird. So, but I guess they wanted to be more involved since like Julia's surrogate child and um, Mary Jo's son is also playing. Yeah. So Mary Jo is coaching. Anthony is also helping to coach. Yeah. He does the boy things. He he does the boy things. Um, but they're talking about this and they point out, or Mary Jo points out that Suzanne is the only one of them that has a problem with the woman coaching the team. And Suzanne's like, you know, I was a little worried at first that like um, you'd start like turn around and calling us by our last names <laughs> and like growing your hair out on your legs. <laughs> and now just like uh, now I'm just embarrassed that you've lost the first six games. Mm-hmm. So they are six and oh. Yeah, they're not good. So she checked out a book to try and help her with her coaching skills. Um, I love that. A book. (laughs) A book. A book. That's how you learn things, right? Mm -hmm. There's no YouTube. Um, And Charlene personally thinks that it's great that the boys and girls are playing baseball together for fun. She used to do that all the time with her brothers and sisters. And she said, growing up, all we needed was a broomstick (laughs) and a potato. A potato. A potato. Mm -hmm. And Mary Jo's like, a potato? And she says, yeah, but like not the good potatoes because we had to eat those. Mm. 
And then, so their next game is against Speedy Dry Cleaners. Apparently, they are rivals now or whatever. They're sponsoring a team. I don't know. Um, Anthony <laughs> is the third base coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, he handles guy stuff, like handing out cups to the, the cups. boys. Oh, my God, guys. And Charlene's up so upset. She's like, why does the boys get cups? Like, that's not fair. So Little girls funny. have to drink straight from the hose. And she was like, marriage is like cups. Like, you know. Like protective cups. Like protective cups. Yeah. And uh, Charlene's like, oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and Mary Jo asks Anthony to quiz her on the questions in the book. And Julia and Randa come down. Randa's ready to go. She's got her uniform on. Anthony describes some very weird, complicated scenario that I did not pay attention to. <laughs> lost him halfway through. Um, but part of the, the scenario was that the ball has bounced off of both the catcher's glove and the umpire's forehead and he asks mary joe like what what happens and susan and or like what she would do and suzanne says well i'd go to the hospital if i were the umpire and get my forehead x-rayed and charlene says well if it was a potato the game would be over i the potato killing and me. mary joe says that it's a foul ball and the batter would still be up and julia immediately before anthony answers explains like why that's incorrect exactly why the batter would be out mm-hmm. um, because it, if it touches the catcher's mitt, then it means that he, he or she caught it. Yeah. Um, and so they would be out. Mm-hmm. And so Julia seems to know everything about baseball. Apparently Payne played peewee baseball when he was little. And so she picked up Look, some things and this was, I was, re- I, oh, I miss Payne uh, so much. Yeah. And yeah. I wanted like a little picture of Tiny Pain or something. <laughs> that would have been so I just cute. something. It's so good. Um, <sighs> but Julia points out this was before females were allowed to participate, um, but she still had fun and she learned a lot. And so Suzanne says, "Your problem is just that you don't know how to kick your how to kick little butts, Mary Jo." Mm-hmm. And Julia feels that to take the role. Um, uh, Julia tells Suzanne to feel free to take the role of leader or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's nothing wrong with little healthy competition. And Anthony says that he used to play, but he played in the ball and chain league. And he will never forget his coach, T. Tommy Reed. And that's where he like re-explains who this person oh is to us as if we have not as met him. As if we've ever. never heard or of him story. nor seen him. Yeah. We've had it, both. We've seen him. We know who he is. Oh, my gosh. Um, but Anthony starts telling the story about there being a runner on first and a runner on third. T. Tommy is coaching, and he flashes a signal for first to steal second. And also, at the same time, he signals to a guy on the bench to fire a zip gun. Mm-hmm. And then the runner on first pretends that he's been shot. And while he grabs his side and falls to the ground, one guy steals home and two guys escape from prison. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> the whole story that's ridiculous. is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And uh, Mary Jo asks, is that legal? And Anthony says, well, let's just say it worked. And Julia says, like, she should, uh, Mary, she being Mary Jo, should push the players a little more and get them all fired up. And Mary Jo's like, yeah, that sounds good. Like, the next game, they're going to see a whole new woman out there. And that woman is you and puts a hat on Julia. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That was so funny. I love it. It was great. And yeah. then we cut to the game. Uh, Julia and Mary Jo are adorable in their little coaching outfits. 
Um, even when Julia puts jeans on, she still has like a button up shirt on. Oh my gosh, so cute. With like mom jeans and the hat and Mary Jo has on a sweatshirt and like capri leggings. Those leggings, I had eight pairs. <laughs> <laughs> they were so good. I love them. So good. Um, Charlene has binoculars. Suzanne's hat is everything. Mm-hmm. She's got this like wide brimmed hat on with the brim up. And oh, the trust. Out of the brim I know all about this scarf. outfit, if you will. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and Charlene asks Suzanne, doesn't, doesn't she think she's a little bit overdressed? And Suzanne's like, no, just because I'm sitting with these trashy parents doesn't mean I have to dress like them. Oh, my. And um, so they're like hollering things and Quint is pitching and he's just like not doing very well. He's not throwing any strikes. Um, and Mary Jo is like, oh, maybe I should do something about this. And Julia's like, yeah. And then the umpire, <laughs> she goes up to him and he's like, he's a very big dude he's much taller than she is yeah and um mary joe's like immediately like tones it down and she's like oh you know the last three pitches look like strikes and not balls but that's just my opinion you know like look at that picture he's just a little boy could you give him a break like it'd be really great for his self-esteem if he could just strike one person out and the umpire is like lady you must be confusing me with phil donahue <laughs> i don't <laughs> Those get that strikes. Uh-huh. I think, didn't he have the show where he, like, helps? I don't know. All I can I remember know. is, oh, you know what? I'm thinking of Maury. Oh. Uh, so I don't know then. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to look that up. We'll put something in the show notes. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and Randa is sitting over with Julia, and she points out that they were winning when she was pitching, and Julia's like, mm -hmm. I know. And Randa's like, he's throwing cheese out there. And Julia says she thought when Mary Jo was going to go <laughs> talk to the geez. umpire mm -hmm. that she meant she was going to go talk to Quint and like yes. say something or pull yes. him out of the game or do something. Yeah. And Randall's like, well, why don't you do it? Um, and so Julia is now contemplating how to approach Mary Jo with this. Um, Charlene, meanwhile, in the stands is trying to interpret the other coaches like <laughs> signals. Yeah. And so quite good. entertaining. Yeah. Um, she's like, I think one of this one means bunt. And then there's another one. But then I realized he was just picking his nose. <laughs> and um, so one kid hits a foul ball and it goes like out of the park. And then all of a sudden you hear it hit a windshield. And of yep. course, it's Suzanne's Cadillac. Mm -hmm. And so she's like all upset and running out to check on that. Um, and Mary Jo <laughs> points out she thinks Quint ought to be allowed seven or eight balls instead of four because he's so tiny. And Julia's like, what? No. She calls a timeout and she's like, we need to pull him out because he cannot hit the strike zone. And Mary Jo's like, what do you mean? And she's like, you know, the area between the batter's shoulders and the knees. He hasn't mm -hmm. hit one all game. Mm -hmm. Mary Jo's like, that's not true. And Julia's like, you're right. There's that one time where he hit that child in the stomach, but that doesn't count. Oh, me. Womp womp. Uh, Mary Jo's like, well, whatever happened to everybody gets to play. And Julia's like, right. Quint got to play. And now yeah. Randa gets to play. Yeah. And so they take Quinn out of the game. They put Randa in. And then, like, he comes off the field. And she's worried that he's all upset. And uh, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, honey. But, like, and he's like, or sweetie. And he's yeah. like, mom, don't do that. And she's yeah. like, I'm sorry. And she's, he's like, no, no, no. I meant don't, don't call, call me call sweetie. Me sweetie. <laughs> so in cute. In front of teammates. Yeah. Awkward. Um, don't do that. And then Mary Jo is talking to Julia. And she's like, I thought we agreed that this game was about having fun and not winning. And then Randa immediately and throws the ball. <laughs> yeah and julia it turns into mary joe like two mm -hmm. minutes ago mm -hmm. now that it's randa up there and not quinn 
And so she goes up to the umpire and she's giving him shit or whatever. And he's like, you know, what do you want? Like extra strikes this time? Like maybe we could just skip around the bases telling stories to children. And Julia's like, maybe you should get some glasses and a seeing eye dog. And she's just like riling herself up. And Mm -hmm. then he kicks her out, throws her out of the game. Yeah. She calls him ugly and says that he probably has high cholesterol. Rude. (laughs) Rude. So rude. Um, and then all of a sudden we hear that Suzanne has taken over the announcer's mic. Excuse me. <laughs> I was so excited to hear an excuse me over the loudspeaker. I was like, this is so dumb. Yes. And she asks the parents of the kid who broke her windshield to come up um, to the announcer's box and bring their checkbook. And then we cut to Sugar Bakers later. The kids have won the game. Everybody's super excited. Um, they come in celebrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Suzanne is very upset because the kids' parents didn't even step forward. Um, she's like, "I'm just gonna have to hunt them down like dogs." Wow, <laughs> that's a bold statement. She is just too much sometimes. She is too much. Um, so Julia sends Quint and Randa to wash up upstairs. They don't look like they've just played a little league game. No, nope. they're not. They don't look dirty. But nope. I don't know. Maybe she says to go the clean home. themselves. Go clean themselves. And they're so excited. And they, like, run upstairs to go get ready. And Mary Jo sits down just dejected. And she's like, he's just devastated. Mm-hmm. Charlie's like, uh, he doesn't seem devastated. They're, like, he led the cheer when they won. I mean, this is like the, the you know, like the pageant moms. Like, just really yeah. not understanding that. that their kids I, 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 I haven't really heard it for, like, little leagues. But I guess that happens, too. That like they that they see the winning as them winning or losing or yeah, something like the that. The parents get like really into it. Yeah. Um, and Mary Jo's like, I don't know, like what is it about winning that's so important? And Julia reminds her, you know, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of competition. And Charlene's like, Yeah, but sometimes it seems like you can't get away from it. For example, when Olivia was ten months old, she was there <laughs> in the park with her baby, Sorry. and there was another lady there with her baby. Mm-hmm. And she just, like, went at her. She was like, oh, yeah, my, has your baby started cutting teeth yet? Like, my baby started cutting teeth at this age, started taking steps at 10 months, blah, 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 blah. And Charlene's like, here I thought I'd given birth to the most beautiful creature in the universe, and I found out I have this little toothless blob <laughs> That's that lies around all day. <laughs> that whole bit <laughs> toothless blob is <laughs> too much. Uh, too oh, my much. God. Mm. Okay. Oh, um, love it. And then Suzanne said, there's a word for you people who worry that competition is a bad thing. Losers. Actually, there's another good word. Wusses. Oh, Actually, geez. there's a whole lot of words that I used to yell all of them out of the car windows after beauty pageants when I'd drive by the girls I'd just beaten. Oh, man. Beaten. Beaten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Suzanne now has to take her car to the dealership to get her windshield replaced. And she's taking Suzanne, uh, Suzanne is taking Charlene with her because she has to convince them it was like that when she bought it and she just didn't notice it. And so in case they question her integrity... She wants Charlene, who is the most honest person ever, with her for mm-hmm. backup. Yeah. Good plan. Yeah. Totally bought it like this. The windshield <laughs> was totally smashed. Didn't mm-hmm. know it. Yeah. Just drove away. But, yeah. Just drove away. <laughs> no. Been driving like this for weeks. No. Um, so Anthony and Mary and Julia and Mary Jo all sit down and Anthony's like, you know, we're going to have to decide how to run this team. And Mary Jo suggested playing without keeping score. 
And then Julia and Mary Jo are on both sides of like the competitive argument. And poor Anthony, they drag him in and ask him his opinion. Oh, no. And he's trying to be very diplomatic as usual. Poor thing. He did not sign up for Poor any of this. thing. He never signed up for any of, ever. Any of anything ever. Never yeah. on the show. And so they're talking about like, um, all the things that happened. And Mary Jo's like, I don't like people shouting. He's no better. You know, about, I guess, you know, one of the kids or whatever. And Julia's like, oh, that was just the opposing team. Like, you gotta expect that. And Mary Jo's like, yeah, well, I don't know why you joined in. Mm-hmm. And then Anthony said uh, he is reminded, like, the situation reminds him of Atticus Finch having to put down a rabid dog. Jeez. What? Oh, heavy. That was um, a bit much. And then he's like, ah, I got some work in the stockroom. I'll see y'all later. And so he goes in there to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Good plan. Um, and then they talk about how Julia took Quint out and let another kid, and took another kid out of the batting order, and... Julia points out that, well, you know, like that kid knocked himself out with his own bat. So that was probably like the best decision. <laughs> oh, man. And Mary Jo is ranting that Randa played nearly the entire game. And Julia's like, well, she's an excellent athlete and she has a lot to teach the other children. And Mary Jo's like, I suppose uh, you mean that my son has a lot to learn. Uh, and Julia's like, uh, well, you know, he doesn't know how to run the bases in order. It's first to second to third, not first to third. Also, he tried to steal right field. <laughs> and, <sighs> so cute. I just like the mm-hmm. idea of him just running around looking like a dummy. Just running. <laughs> oh, this is fun. I'm just going to run around. Yeah. Um, and Mary Jo said, he wasn't stealing. He said he saw a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Appropriate for today. Appropriate, yes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't think we should act like some children are better than others. Like, this should be fun. And Julia's like, well, some children are better than others. And, like, how much fun is it for them to lose every single game? And Julia says, you know, she makes a very valid point here that I think is still an issue, um, or at least was, like, when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but she says, when we were growing up, we were taught it wasn't nice to compete, like, as little ladies. Yeah. It wasn't nice to compete. And now that we're grown, we feel very uncomfortable with any sort of straight-out competition. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a lot of validity. And that's why that. people would rather so. just, like, bring people down rather than actually compete with them. You know, they're just, like, yeah. attack each other but not actually be competitive. Right. Yeah. And um, Mary Jo's like, funny, you sugar baker girls don't seem to have any trouble um, with that. And I was like, mm. oh, podcast shout out. <laughs> mm. Bonus points that's for us. Uh, shouting us out. Us sugar baker uh, girls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mary Jo, or Julie points out Mary Jo, or Mary Jo says about herself, sorry, that she doesn't have a competitive bone in her body, maybe. But um, Julie, you always have to come out on top. And Julie is like, I don't always have to. It usually just works out that way. Oh, damn. All right. And Mary Jo's like, well, I'll tell you something. The meek shall inherit the earth. And Julia says, yeah, well, they won't keep it very long. Mm. I was like, oh. Look, Suzanne and Julia are clearly related in this episode. Yes, <laughs> they <laughs> really just, are. Come on. It's obvious. And Mary Jo's like, that's it. We're up done. We're up challenging to arm wrestling. And uh-huh. then, like, I got several I hated this. from this whole scene. Oh, of course you and did. And then... <laughs> She calls her a chicken and starts clucking at her and like the kids come down and they're all in it and it's not a fair arm wrestle because the kids are pushing and pulling on people's arms and like this doesn't seem safe or like a healthy way to explore your anger. I don't know. Um, but uh, Mary Jo wins. I think Quint like shoving her arm down. Horrible. Something to do with that. I don't know. Um, but she's like 
I may not have. I think I do have one competitive bone in my body, and I think I just broke it because yeah. I hurt her arm. And then impressive. next scene, ain't nothing on her arm. There's not nothing. Even the ace bandage. Her arm is fine. I hated this so much. Her arm is fine. <laughs> it's like this is horrible. <laughs> what uh, are you doing? What are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Continuity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not worth like the five second joke if you don't follow it up. Exactly. Jeez. Uh, um, but then we cut to the next game. And Mary Jo has 8 million pieces of gum in her mouth, and she keeps just shoving it in there. <laughs> she's stressed out, worried, and apparently that's how she's dealing with it this episode. Um, Randa, is, funny. <laughs> Randa is pitching. She's not doing so well. She, uh, Mary Jo says she's throwing beach balls and asks yeah. if Julia wants to pull her. Um, she thinks that they should put Quint in and take Randa out. Um, this is where we find out that the umpire's name is Beaufort. Mm-hmm. Because Julia is trying to be nice, and she, uh, quote-unquote, politely keeps calling out to Buford. Um, and Charlene shows up, and she is stressed out and cannot take the attention. And no. Suzanne, they're like, where's Suzanne? She's in the parking lot guarding her car. And uh, <laughs> Julia's like, I thought she parked way yeah. out. And Charlene says, she did, but she got so antsy that like she took off. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, Quint is not throwing strikes now that he's in and everybody's cheering him on but then he throws batter hits the ball it's foul then we cut to Suzanne with her catcher's mitt or a baseball glove mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. and she's like I got it I got it I got no. it and then we cut away from that her and you hear, hear it the hit sound the oh my yeah. god <laughs> um, then next up a batter steals a base uh, Quint tries to throw him out um, but he doesn't quite make it. Kids safe. Umpire calls a kid safe. And uh, they're giving him crap about that. And he says, you know, they have uh, so many of these klutzy kids out there running around, especially that uncoordinated runt on the mound. Mm. And Mary Jo starts crying. And she's like, he's improved 200% since the beginning of the season. And the umpire's like, whatever you say, honey. And Mary Jo's like, you know, he's this guy's. Not, you know, Julia tells him, you know, he's not going to change his mind. He has no mind. He has no eyes and no manners, but he does have a great God. big belly, bad breath. He's a sexist pig with no mind. And then oh, uh, he dear. immediately throws Julia out of the game. Of course. Or no, he throws. Um, Mary Jo. Throws them out of the game. Wait, Mary Julia? Jo, she said that. Yeah. No, it's Mary Jo. I, think. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> My notes are real Who gets in trouble? There was a lot of stuff said. At the there was? <laughs> They're just going crazy, the They're two of They're just like them. going nuts. Yeah. Um, and Mary Jo's like, he's a crow magnum man with no mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlene is upset. Suzanne takes over the mic again. Excuse me. <laughs> Nobody gets out of here until I get my $100 deductible. Oh, my God. Nope. And Mary Jo it. is still, like, angrily staring down the umpire. And we go out on Suzanne's note. And then later at Sugar Bakers, um, Anthony comes in with them. And he says, well, to the victor goes the spoils. And to the fe- defeated goes the herbal tea, and he hands tea so to both cute. Mary Jo and Julia. And he's like, "Y'all, no caffeine. You can't. You cannot handle it." No. Um, and Mary Jo was like, "It's funny how natural it seems to go after the umpire. Like it's the most natural thing in the world would be to feed him his face mask." <laughs> and Julia's like, "Well, I think you've overcome your fear of competition." Mm-hmm. And uh, Anthony's like, "Yep, I think you're not cut out to coach little league baseball." Uh, next year, let's sponsor a hockey team. <laughs> and uh, Because then Suzanne, you can just fight, and it's okay. Yeah, it's just fight. Just encourage fighting. 
Suzanne and Charlene come in. Charlene has been trying, or Suzanne keeps bugging Charlene to teach her how to catch. And Charlene says, when I meant sometime, I meant someday, like never. And she's like, oh, come on, please. And she's like, okay. So instead of taking this outside where it is appropriate, where they I, have just been. Look, I was so confused this so by stupid. this. I was Why like, would you do this? Oh, jeez. I was so this annoyed. This is such a bad idea. Yeah. So, they, they could have even gone outside and then it'd be funny to have like the ball still come through a window. Come through the window. Yeah. yeah done. Look, is... we need to rewrite this show. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Why aren't we in the writer's room? Mm-hmm. Um, and so Suzanne stands in front of the window and Charlene's on the other side. And she's like, nope, nope. Recipe for disaster. Switch places. Mm-hmm. So then Charlene is next to the window throwing to Suzanne, who does not know how to catch. Why are you throwing a real baseball in a room full of expensive no. things with Ta- someone who does not know how a, to catch? A light thing. A ball to yeah. piece of paper. Get a wiffle ball or get something. A wi- I don't know. <laughs> get a wiffle ball. <laughs> uh-huh. A lemon. Anything. Something else. Mm-hmm. Um. So Charlene immediately also first pitch <laughs> yes underhand <laughs> throws her pitch overhand mm-hmm. nowhere near Suzanne's not even face close. not even and immediately breaks the vase like three and a half feet away like what yeah that was on both of them yeah that was on both that of them. was bad and before she ever throws it Anthony's like Julia what do you think the expectancy of that window is like before they switch yeah um but then she, they swap and she like breaks the vase anyway that's more expensive um, I'm sure than a window and then her, like, last line of the season is Charlene says, that never would have happened with a potato. I, and, and then the it. last word of the season is potato. Is potato, as you pointed out earlier. Jeez. Wait, did I say, no, is, not, on, not on the air, just to you. Did you, that's what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did, I, you, you have said this before. The viewers just haven't, or the I'm listeners sorry. haven't. I was like, oops, no, what? <laughs> that wasn't on, that wasn't on the air. Nope. <laughs> it wasn't live. Oh, me. It wasn't live. Um, <laughs> Blast Wars Potatoes. That's what we're going out on after five seasons. That's, yep. That's where we're at. A potato. Um, did you have a favorite outfit? Mine of, was Suzanne's when she it's was a good choice. crazy at the, um, uh, game with her ha- yeah. completely irresponsible hat frankly it's <laughs> giant it's black it's got really bright flowers it matches the long scarf and then when she is taking um charlene to the dealership i saw mm-hmm. that actually uh the back of the hat had some like fake flowers on it too that matched <laughs> the inner flowers that was pretty great i also enjoyed We've already talked about it, but the outfits that Mary Jo and Julia are wearing when they're coaching, yep, were very cute. Um, did you have a favorite outfit? Those were mine too. So I'll oh talk shoot, about Mary Jo's. No, that's okay. They they were the best ones. Um, so I'll talk about Mary Jo's coaching outfit. It is a like I don't know giant sweatshirt that mm-hmm. is way so too big good. for her. It says coach across it. Like, it's bright orange. Mm -hmm. It says coach. She's got the sleeves rolled up to her elbows. She has on these capri-length white leggings. Oh, so good. I wore that exact outfit so much in sixth grade. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. And then her hat... My favorite part is when they're done and she's turned it around backwards. Mm -hmm. But, like, the orange of the hat does not match the orange of the shirt. Like, it's a darker orange on the hat, so they don't even match. No. And she's got, like, the hat on backwards. And I still think she's got earrings on. And her little tendrils coming out the sides. So cute. It's, it's very cute. She looks Ugh. like a little kid wearing her dad's sweatshirt. 
Oh, so cute. I love it. Yeah. It's a little bit accidentally the outfit I'm going for today, actually. Because nice. <laughs> I also have little, like, capri leggings. And um, it's just a sweater. It's not a giant sweatshirt. But it could be because I have one be. of those, too. Oof. Uh, so good. Leslie, that's the season. That is our season. Yeah. We're done with season five. We did it. Yeah. Y'all um, did it. You listened. Y'all did it. You made it this far. We're so made proud. Um, where can people find us? <laughs> we are all over the internet. We are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on Podbean and iTunes. We are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It does help. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, everyone. And uh, uh, we'll see you next season. Huh? Yeah, we'll catch you We're for just season keep six. On. Fantastic. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I was trying to remember that thing you did last time that cracked me up. I but I now can't remember. Where you were like, suddenly you just tried a new thing. I was like, you've never and done that And it did not before. work. And I'm, no, I, no, 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 no. It did not work. It just surprised me. <laughs> no, I thought it probably worked. Actually, I still only remember what it was. I know it was. It was that deep. Womp, womp. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>